the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning. It's four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, and for the next two hours, we're going to talk about cars. If you'd like to join us early, you can. That's a good time to do it, 602-508-0960, 508-0960. And you're welcome, like I said, to join us anytime you want if you have a car question. This portion of our show, Under the Hood, is brought to you by SNS Tire and Auto Service. They have three locations. And they've been around since 1976. They're in Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear, Westside. At SNS Tire, they offer a comprehensive line of tires and many different brands. And what that means to you is that you can go in and they'll look at your tires on your car and then they'll give you a good, better, best kind of pricing structure with three different brands of tires, but all the same size. That's kind of special because few people have that kind of inventory. So from wheelbarrows to tractor tires and everything in between, SNS Tires has got it. They'll also balance your tires. Of course, they don't do wheelbarrow tires, but they'll balance your passenger car, light truck tires, motorhome tires. They do alignments and suspension work. So West Valley, just remember, SNS Tire. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. Good, good. This is my wife, Renee. And she's here because I've been a little ornery this week, so she says that she has to babysit me. That's right. Ooh, boy. Oh, boy. All righty. Now, I'm going to talk about a couple of things that are just on my itch list. <laughs> okay, okay, your panty list. Yeah, my wadded-up <laughs> panty list. There's lots of newspaper articles in trade magazines. Right. And they're written, you have to be careful by who they're written for, written by, because you'll have this guy who used to be a shop owner. Um, and he's now writing a column that is sponsored by some chemical company. Okay. And so he talks about all the chemicals, but it doesn't really tie him to the chemicals. He just talks about the chemicals. Then you got a retired shop owner or some up-and-coming shop owner that, that will tell everybody how to run their business and how he's improved his bottom line by so many percentages by doing this, this, and this. So you get lots of junk, and you have to sift through it. In my world, as you know, life is a straight line. There's not a whole lot of left and right in the business world. In okay, my personal I was life, say, wait a minute. In my personal <laughs> life, there is no straight line. You're but pretty in, much off the road most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> but in the business life, it's pretty much straight down the road. There might be one lane on the business highway. There's not 20 lanes. Well, there is 20 lanes, but that doesn't mean that there's 20 good lanes. There's one good lane and 20 other lanes. So this is what it says. It talks about fuel pumps f- first, and it says that that uh, it's not unusual for a fuel pump to fail after 60,000, 70,000 miles on Ford, Chrysler, and GM, although Asian pumps will go 150,000. I have no idea where that came from. 
that doesn't, I mean, how many fuel pumps do we do a week? Two, three? Yes. In tank fuel pumps? Yeah. Come on. Mm-hmm. It, it has nothing to do with Asian or Chevrolet or Ford or Chrysler. It has to do with the person driving the car. So then they go on to say, well, you will shorten the life of your fuel pump if you run it out of gas. Now, folks, the fuel pump is inside your gas tank, and it's cooled and lubricated by the gasoline in your tank. So if you run out of fuel, then you expose that fuel pump to no lubrication. It overheats, and it causes it to lose one of its nine lives. Then you've got the students at ASU who run off the bottom of the tank. So they're never above a quarter or a half. So as a result of that, they overheat their pumps intermittently as well. So my advice to everybody is, is keep it above a quarter tank. That causes, that helps you keep your pump alive for a longer period of time. And then they talk about um, dirt, rust, contamination inside the gas tank, poor quality gasoline. That's a nice thing to say. But in Arizona, we don't have that. We don't have dirt, we don't have rust, and we don't have fuel contamination or poor quality gasoline. We just don't. We have, I mean, stations that are out there today are moving hundreds of thousands of gallons of gas on a regular basis. Chances of you getting gasoline that's more than five days old is slim and none. And you're talking about in the city. Yeah. I mean, could there probably could be some outside the city in a small town. Sure. But, well, but you're talking about... How many gasoline tankers have you ordered? A lot. Yeah, thousands. Yes. Okay, and how many gallons are in a, a load of gasoline? I think it was 9,000. 9,000. Okay, and our tanks in the ground were like tens, three right. tens. Yes. We had three levels. We had regular, middle grade, and, and super. Mm-hmm. So when you ordered 9,000 gallons of gas, it went, it, it, actually, if you ordered a tanker, it could have been a third regular, a third mid grade, and a third, because they have different compartments. Right. So how many times in all the years that we owned a gas station did we, uh, we were accused of having water in our tanks and we were accused of having poor gasoline, but it turned out to be something completely different. Yeah, because we never, it was never in the ground that long. (laughs) I would order it every two or three days, so there's no way that there was going to be water in there. And in today's world, we were small compared to the super pumpers that surround our house and our business. You're talking about QT. Mm -hmm. You're talking about some of these big giant pumpers that are doing a load a day. Right. So it's poor quality gasoline is not likely. Plus the farm is right there at 59th Avenue in Van Buren. Folks, it's important to know that the gasoline comes into the farm and then everybody puts their own little special juices in it. And so I tell the story, and it's true. Mm-hmm. One time that the mobile driver showed up, and this was during the gas crunch, probably in the early 80s, because um, we went to mobile in 79. Yes. So in the early 80s, we had a gas crunch. We had lines, and we were open three hours in the morning, three hours a night for fuel and stuff. So the guy pulls in in the middle of the night, and, and, he, and it was a tank waste truck, and he had come from California. So he dumped 9,000 gallons of, I think we had unleaded in it, and then he pulled a five-gallon bucket out of the seat of his truck, and he pours it into the tank and he goes now it's mobile Mm -hmm. and so that was the additive package for nine thousand gallons (laughs) and 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 i remember that as if it was yesterday now it's mobile and then we had a conversation he says the gasoline that comes out of the lines is you know nobody's and then they add additives to it to make it chevron or unit 76 or mobile or whoever whoever getting back to dirty fuel injectors that's a big deal Fuel injectors, now you're going. Okay. Yeah, this is the same article. Okay. I was looking at a car for a friend of mine the other day because he wanted me to look at it in Payson. And I looked at the, and it was a little old lady's car. It had 20,000 miles on this Ford Focus. 
And I said, do you have any maintenance records? And she says, yes, I do. And she gave me five oil change um, tickets. Mm-hmm. And she had done a wonderful job in having her oil changed exactly when she should. But in two of those had flushes. At 20,000 miles, just before 20,000 miles, they had flushed her injectors. 20,000 miles. Yeah. Now, so I'm going to ask you, do we have the ability to flush injectors at our shop? Sure. Okay. Yeah. How often do you see that code come across the labor screen? Not very often unless there's a symptom for it. And usually when we flush injectors, we're looking for better, worse, or the same. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and run some injector flush through it. And if it's better, then we know we're going to continue on. But if it doesn't get any better, it's probably not the injector. Right. But there's spark plugs and compression and valves to check first mm-hmm. and, or, and spark plug wires and coils. So oftentimes we find the problem long before we even get to the end of the, the diagnostic process. Right. Dirty fuel injectors can cause a loss of performance, fuel economy, as well as increased tailpipe emissions. I agree. Mm-hmm. Those, are the, <clears throat> those are the symptoms you look at your fuel injectors. But to, to think that you're going to flush your fuel injectors at 20,000 miles and your car is going to love you, and your car's going to last longer is crazy because mm-hmm. my mother didn't think that, and I think your mother didn't either. If a fuel added, if a fuel additive fails to clean a dirty set of injectors, what do you do? I go to whatever other symptom or things that you were talking about. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Go well, to something else. Here's what this article says: <laughs> If if the fuel additive fails to clean dirty injectors, even with several repeated treatments, the next alternative is to have the injectors professionally cleaned on or off the vehicle. Even then, some injectors may be too badly clogged to, to be restored to like new conditions. So if they haven't failed electronically and you can't clean them up, then you have to buy replacement injectors and some customers opt for a set of remands that are a little less money than new ones. Now, can you see the cost associated with that? Yeah. We're going to flush the fuel injectors, and then we're even with several repeated attempts. Yeah, but $125 a piece or something like that. And who's paying that? That's right, customer. Well, sometimes the shop will absorb it if they think at the end of the day, well, I know you're shaking your head. Sometimes the shop will absorb it. Okay. Okay. Um, And then have the injectors professionally cleaned. Well, we have a tool to professionally clean them. We have a tool to hang your fuel injectors in a glass beaker, and we can actually see the spray. We can actually see the pressure. We can actually see the the fan. We can see all that jazz. Mm -hmm. And we can ultrasonically clean them. Do you know what else the guys use that machine for? No, I have no idea. To ultrasonically clean jewelry. So they'll put oh. their wedding bands in there, or they'll put their wife's jewelry in the ultrasonic cleaner, and that's how everybody else cleans it. I've never seen you do that. But well, okay. I haven't. Mine rings <laughs> dirty as it was 100 years ago. And, and so then you talk about all this stuff. It's not that way. It's not that way. If you determine that it's definitely the injector, then you identify the injector. Then you move the injector from one cylinder to the other. So you, if it's in five, you move it to six cylinder. And then if the problem moves and that cylinder shows a contribution that's not as much as all the rest of them, then you're going to take the injector out and you're going to put a reman in it mm-hmm. or you're going to put a new one in it. You're not going to play all these stupid games. Right. You only have one injector that's bad. And you don't know if it's electronically bad and you don't know if it's plugged up, but you don't really care. The fix is just change the injector. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a guy in the diesel, you probably remember the other day, and uh, and he said himself that um, he had a miss, and it had a code for number five cylinder. 
So we couldn't get it to act up. It ran perfectly while it was us. And the contribution, as far as the engine, and what that means is we're going to look at the engine, and it's idling at 700 RPM. As we kill one cylinder at a time, we're going to lose 50 RPM. That's called contribution. So if you kill numbers five cylinder and you lose 10 RPM, something's wrong. Right. So if all of them are 50 and you lose 10, there's your problem. So we moved the injector, and it was a diesel, so it was kind of expensive to move the injectors, but we were adamant that we wanted to move the injector. Mm -hmm. So he said, fine, go ahead. So we moved five to six and six to five. The problem moved. Right. This is the injector. Yep. So bring it back. And now we're going to just replace number six because that's where the bad one is. Well, that's what I was going to say. We're not going to replace them all most of the time. We'll do one at a time, even though they are probably going to go out, you know, after a, a time. But. Well, and we never do them all at once yeah. because we're not capable. If we were capable of knowing that the um, all of them were going to fail, and that brings up a case I'll tell you on the other side of the break, um, that's craziness mm -hmm. because we don't have that capability. Now, just real quick, I'm going to tell you a story about a shop owner who was looking at a $3,900 set of injectors on a diesel, and he talked everybody up to $9,300 because if you have one bad diesel injector, you must replace them all. Yeah. And, and, and that's an ugly story, but I'll save you just that. He just talked everybody into it, and there was no evidence. And when it came time to get data in your hand, a test sheet or, or some kind of snapshot of your, of your engine analyzer or your, or your scanner, none of that was available. Yeah. There was Surprise. no statistics. There was no data. There was no cylinder contribution. There was nothing other than we have one, we replaced them all. Where are they? Mm -hmm. Oh, we don't have them anymore. Oh, so we can't really test them. No, we can't really test them. Why'd you do all of them when you only had one? This truck only had 110,000 miles on it. It's a diesel, so that means uh, only 110. Oh, because if one fails, they're all they're all, they're not far behind, and we're not going to do them one at a time because it's too expensive to do them one at a time. And the answer is, is you do them one at a time anyway. Right, and it doesn't cost any more. Exactly. <laughs> down the road, right. I mean, there's some duplication of labor on some things, but not on that. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You're going to do them one at a time. Okay. When we come back, oh, and the phone number six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. If you have a comment, you're more than welcome. We'll be back in a minute. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle Right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May. And I wrote this message. Are you looking for a way to create the life you really deserve? Hi, I'm Dean Kane, actor, director, and real estate investor. And I have to tell you about this amazing opportunity you just can't afford to miss. The National Real Estate Network is offering a free DVD called My Network is My Net Worth, where you can see for yourself the house flipping system that has taken the nation by storm. Who would have thought creating a network of thousands of investors working together to find, fund, buy, or sell properties for profit was so simple? So if you're ready to start making money, 
money flipping houses. Call now to get your free DVD. Call 1-800-435-9711 now and get your free DVD and learn how to get started making thousands of dollars flipping houses. Call 800-435-9711 immediately and you'll also get two free tickets to a live training event where you'll receive a free meal and a gift package worth hundreds of dollars just for attending. Call 800-435-9711. That's 800-435-9711 and get your free DVD today. Music is a bridge between the material and the spiritual. My name is Harvey Lauer and I'm 82. As a blind person, you have to be aware that nobody can tell you what you can or can't do. You really have to try things. My folks got me a little radio in 1940, and that was the best Christmas present I ever got. When I was 11 years old is when I started to uh, play music, play the piano, and then the accordion, and then the cello. My wife, who was also blind, was a good cook. When she died, that's when I started Meals on Wheels. America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number four. Listening to the Seth and Chris show from 3 to 6 p.m. and want to chime in? Open your Patriot app, click the upper left-hand corner, and click on Call Studio. It's that easy. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Become a fan of 960 The Patriot on Facebook or follow us on Twitter today. Just go to 960thepatriot.com for more information. Well, welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. The lines are open. If you have a car question, comment, you want to take me to task yes. um, or make the other side of the argument, that's fine with me. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. All righty. Automatic Transmission Exchange is at 40th Street in Washington. He's been there for a very long time. If you drive up and down Washington since 1968, you'll see his sign. Phil and his staff are really good at transmission diagnostics and transmission repair. They handle the entire city of Phoenix for me. And every transmission is thoroughly tested in their new state-of-the-art dynamometer. And that means that they're going to find problems before they install it in your car and have to take it out, which is going to cost you another two or three days of downtime. So if you have a transmission problem you want someone to address, and you can duplicate it, you're always welcome to stop by Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington, the north side of the road. You've been involved in the analysis of labor rates in our geographical area. Yes. Okay. So we move based on the average. Right. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, what's the well? I'll t- what's the high number you remember the last time working? I think 148 or 49 dollars right. for a dealer. And the, and the dealers kind of dominate that top area. Yes. But definitely. they don't anymore. They don't. They don't. Ooh. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. They don't anymore. I took the lawnmower in. Okay. Now, what's the ratio between parts and labor, typically? 50-50. Almost always. Right. Okay. So I took it in, and I had $85 worth of parts. Okay. Okay. I had a $2 part, a $5 part, an $11 part, a $9 part. Okay. okay. So what do you think the labor is? Just off the top of your head, based on your your experience. Well, I don't know. I would say it would be 100 bucks, but... Okay. 
That's I wish just, it was a hundred dollars. Yeah. It's a hundred and forty-five dollars an hour for my lawnmower. Really? A hundred four hundred and sixty-four dollars and eighty-one cents to replace eighty-five dollars worth of parts. For, and let me tell you again, four, I'm reading off the receipt four sixty-four dot eighty-one. So I think you better find a new lawnmower shop. Well, I ain't going what? back there anymore. No, kidding. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. And so now the average in our geographical area of at least 30 different shops, both dealers, independents, chain stores, small yeah. ones, big ones. Okay? 121 or something like that. I can't it's remember. It's 125. Okay. And I just looked at it. Okay. It's 125, and we're at? 118. And, our, and then we also go to 125, the average for? RVs and old cars. Older cars, okay. 90 and up, or yeah. below. Yeah. Below, because it takes the gray-haired guys, and they're a little slower, and we have to usually pump a little coffee into them, and we have to you know, dust them off with an air hose before they work on those old cars, because the young bucks can't do it. They don't know. They don't know. How to do it. It's crazy. <laughs> you give them a, we, I think we've got a 72 Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme. Now, Ron is one of our senior guys. Right. He's got the heads off of it, and the other, the younger guys are looking over going, what are you doing to this? <laughs> <laughs> We're doing head gaskets on it. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. So anyway, <clears throat> but this is what I am finding out. I'm finding out that we're playing games now that I've never seen before. Here's the deal. Labor rate has always been it, and we've always used the same hours. So if that water pump pays six hours, pretty much everybody's at six hours. And we look it up in a... Mitchell or whatever. All, all data. All Mitchell, data, which whatever. is the two software packages that virtually everybody has, including the dealers. Right. And so we all look it up the same. And we all look it up like my truck. A 2012 Dodge Cummins, uh, one ton dually, needs the water pump done, and it pays 7.9 hours. Everybody's going to be a, a tenth one way or the other. Right. Or well, they should be. <laughs> they should be. But they're not anymore. Okay? Just simple math. You're at $100 an hour, and it's a five-hour job. It's a $500 um, job, right? Labor, 500 yes. labor job. However, if I was $50 an hour, mm-hmm. then what would I charge you to be to the same 500? 10. 10 hours. Yeah. So that's what they're doing now is they're dropping their labor rate, but they're raising their hours and the net result is still the same. So we're starting to see some of those those estimates that start with high hours and low dollars. Yeah. The customer is only focused on the on the dollars. Well, Mark, you're at, you know you're at one eighteen, and and this other guy down the street is eighty five. Well, let me see the estimate. Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't give me one. Well, go back and get one. Yeah. Ask him to write it down and sign his name. I do. Right. Well, and the other thing that I get frustrated with is is they call you and they want an estimate, and then you say. You know, well, what are your symptoms or what are they telling you? Well, half the time they don't know what they're telling you. But the symptoms don't match what they are getting repaired. Mm -hmm. And so it's silly for us to look up any kind of, you know, because comparing, they're selling them something they probably don't need. Well, and then then so many times you're right. Yeah. and and I've told staff to stop doing those telephone estimates because we're we're wasting our time. Yeah. It's a situation where somebody calls in and says, "What do you charge for a set of injectors?" Well, then what symptoms do you have that necessitates a full set of injectors? Well, I I don't know. Well, what did you tell them? Well, it didn't start good in the morning, so their diagnosis is a set of injectors. Yes. Well, we would not come to uh, we've never come to that conclusion. So as a result of that, unfortunately, and number two, I need your car here to bid it. Right. I need the 
the exact VIN number, I need the production date, I need the motor size, I need the eighth digit of the VIN, the tenth digit of the VIN, and then I can give you a quick estimate. But I want to see what's wrong first. Yeah, because as we saw from that 20,000 mile car that you just looked at, that yeah. that lady didn't need that There's no way flush in God and, screener. You know, so it's frustrating that people are... You know, selling that. It's a twenty nine ninety five oil change with a hundred and eighty nine dollar injector flush. Right. Think about the profit margin on that. Exactly. We're talking about a guy with a can that hangs off the hood and he hooks it up to the Schrader valve in the fuel system and he charges the fuel system with some kind of fancy dancy chemical. Yeah. And as a result of that, it's a hundred and eighty nine dollars. Look at the profit margin on that. A can, maybe a twenty dollar can. A technician, maybe twenty minutes, thirty minutes. Yeah. Even in the most expensive guy out there is going to be $30 an hour. Mm -hmm. So he's at $15 worth of labor, $20 for a can, and we just cut a fat hog's ears off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. so anyway, those are things that we just want to bring to your attention. Yeah. Not I, everybody in the industry is ugly. Right. Um, I would say that a third of the industry, um, it, and, and it could be a problem with just their... In, in, their ability well a lot of people have sales quotas too that they want you know their technicians and their service writers to meet and when we've been know. interviewing service writers and they tell us a lot of that they say i'm leaving because i can't make my sales quota or they want me you know they want me to sell eight oil changes a day they want me to and match all of those with tire rotations and all that kind of yeah. stuff there's a lot of us you know, right. us included that are just too busy to do that it's hard to sell you stuff when we've got so many cars in there that are broken so you fix the car and you move on. Right. So it's it's hard now. We we divide it up and and we copied this from other shops. We divide it up into stuff that you need in the future and stuff that you need right now. Yes. And then we sign the work order and we tell you exactly what we saw. We write it down on the work order so you can hand it to your husband, hand it to your wife, hand it to your uncle Joe in Detroit, Michigan. You can do that. Mm -hmm. So it's not a matter you that you have to regurgitate what we said. It's all written on the work order. And I would say 25% of the people in our industry in the independent market do that. Sure. 25%, you know, do a good job at the communication level. 602-508-0960. If you'd like to join us, 602-508-0960. We're going to be here for another hour and a half. So you got plenty of time, but the lines are wide open right now, and Gil's snoring in our headphones. That's so right. So if you call him now, you'll wake him up. His name is Gil. I don't know what his last name is. He's new around here. <laughs> oh, I know what his last name is. I know, but too. I'm not gonna... <laughs> We're coming back right after this. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101.
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Benz. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Town Hall Media 960 The Patriot present the Phoenix Freedom Summit, the battle for American greatness. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I'm thrilled to be coming back to Phoenix on September the 30th. Now, here's what I want to talk about with you. How to make America great again, how to get that agenda going. Are we doing better on race relations, or is the left still in control and dominant? The fight against radical Islam, do we have them on the run, or do they have us on the run? North Korea taxes the border. All of these things are hugely at stake and on our minds, and we'll be taking these issues to the big stage. The Phoenix Freedom Summit, September 30th. It's going to be huge. Mike Gallagher, Dinesh D'Souza. Larry Elder, Seth and Chris, J.D. Hayworth, and a panel of town hall media experts. The Phoenix Freedom Summit, the battle for American greatness. Get limited VIP meet and greet, preferred and general seating tickets right now at 960thepatriot.com. That's 960thepatriot.com. If you listen to this radio station for 24 hours straight, you'd hear about a quarter of a million words, and thousands of those words every day come from listeners like you. No one values your opinion more than we do. And when you support our advertisers, you turn words into actions. We know you're not always going to agree with us, but we wouldn't be here without you. So we thank you for listening and supporting our advertisers. 960 The Patriot, a Salem Media Group station. Patriot app tip number four. Want your voice heard? Email or leave a voice message straight from your Patriot app. Just open it up, click the upper left-hand corner, and select email or talk back. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Looking for a radio station that cares about real news and not afraid to go beyond the headlines? There's only one station for you. 960 The Patriot and 960ThePatriot.com. Well, welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour, 10 o'clock. We're going to be here till 12 noon, so if you'd like to join us, you can. Arthur's on the phone. I'm going to get to him in just about 20 seconds. 602-508-0960 is the phone number. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by my buddy Tom, who owns Action Auto Repair, and he's located at I-17 in Deer Valley, northwest corner. Tom's a good guy. You're more than welcome to walk into Tom's shop or make an appointment, and when you walk in rummage through your purse or your pockets and say, I, I have a 100% discount coupon here from Mark Salem for your shop. And he'll just laugh. It's not because I make any money off your visit. I promise you I don't. It's just to let him know that you are a referral from me. 
So he's on his toes extra good. Not that he needs to be because this has never happened. But he does say to me, would you stop telling people that I that you gave them a 100% discount on their first visit? And I said, none of them have produced the coupon, have they? And he says, no, of course not. So we laugh about that. But anyway, I-17 and Deer Valley, northwest corner, been around since 1983. A good guy. His name's Tom. That's Action Auto Repair. Arthur, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning. Yes, I have a 1995 Dodge Spirit 3.0 V6, um, and uh, it runs when it's cold like a brand-new car. But when I'm driving down the road now and I come to a stoplight and the engine's warmed up and hot, it has a tendency of uh, slowing down on its idle and then uh, shutting off. Now I notice that when I'm going down the road or on the highway, it seems like uh, I'm putting the brakes on because the car seems to be stalling as I'm driving 60 miles an hour. I bring it up to 70, and I don't have that trouble. Um, I was just wondering if maybe I could have uh, shorted my PCM when I uh, went in and tried to troubleshoot my throttle position sensor and uh, um, might have um, touched the ground. It says here, no. no, 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 no. Do you have a check engine light on? No, no. Okay, we're done. So that's not it. So the fact of the matter is, is how many miles are on the Spirit? Uh, 128,000. Okay. Well, the, the, the first thing, we, we have to pick which one we want to deal with first. I would think you'd go after the idle first. And I'd be looking at the throttle blades, see how dirty they are. I'd be looking at the idle air control motor, see how dirty it is. I'd be looking at the idle circuit that's computer controlled. So if the idle air control motor, the idle air control motor is a big cone, and it shuts off a, a, a hole of air. So the further back the cone, the more air. The further in, the less air. So you look at that, and you go, holy mackerel. Yeah, Arthur, you I, got 42 years worth of carbon inside this thing. I so you take out it. the idle air control. <laughs> well, if you changed it, then that even makes it worth, worse, Arthur, because yeah. you don't have the skill or the tools necessary to reset the idle air control motor. So this you have to synchronize the idle air control motor with the throttle position sensor and the throttle blades and the idle. There's and no so, setting. There's no way to adjust it on this motor. It's okay. All right, well, I, I, I appreciate this, but you're talking to somebody who fixes more cars in one day than you fixed all your life. Arthur, I just listen to me carefully. You have to synchronize the throttle position sensor reading with the throttle blade angle and the idle air control motor. I'm not saying that there's a screw that raises or lowers the idle, although I'm quite sure you've already touched that. But you you have to reset and synchronize those electronic devices, one mechanical, two electronic, in order for the computer to, to properly hold your idle. As you drive down the road, the computer says, idle air control, open up a little bit more. Well, when it opens up a little bit more and there's no idle increase, then the computer starts scratching its head and says, oh, this doesn't look right. So this goes on and on and on because when the computer opens up the idle air control motor and it sees the throttle blades open, then it can shut the idle air control motor and it lets the throttle blades let air in. But if those two aren't synchronized, the computer is completely confused. 
So um, it, you have to synchronize that. You're going to have to pay somebody to do that. I would imagine it's going to be somewhere between 50 and $100 to have somebody go in and reset and re-synchronize. Now, you may, have, you may have not fixed this problem, so you may still have the problem or some semblance of that problem a little later on or immediately because you may not have diagnosed it correctly but then created another problem. I suspect the problem was at, at the, in the idle circuit to begin with, and then maybe when you put the idle air control motor in, and I don't know this for sure, then you created the problem at 60 miles an hour. So it sounds like a, an, an, an air problem to the motor, but it's not fuel because you wouldn't go 70 miles an hour. So I'm going to eliminate your fuel system altogether. It's not spark plugs because you haven't said anything about missing. So when you look at the big picture, it's still an idle circuit problem that probably initially manifested itself at idle and then now has moved to a higher speed because of uh, of the absence of synchronization. 602-508-0960. If you'd like to join us, you can. 602-508-0960. When we come back, we're going to talk about Freon. And Renee, old yeah. Freon lasts how many years in the atmosphere? Oh, 30? Nope. 100? Nope. I don't know. And the new Freon lasts how many days in the atmosphere? I don't even think it's a day. Isn't it hours? Okay. Well, we'll find out. When we come back, I'm going to answer it. But you flunked the test already. Darn it. 602 <laughs> We'll be right back. Michael Medved sees another victory in Trump's future. On this dreamers issue, I, I think the president is right and is moving ahead to another great accomplishment of his administration. Yes, working with Democrats, and yes, moving forward to have some kind of deal on DACA. It's the right thing to do. The Michael Medved Show, weekdays at 1 on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the Valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. Are you looking for a way to create the life you really deserve? Hi, I'm Dean Kane, actor, director, and real estate investor. And I have to tell you about this amazing opportunity you just can't afford to miss. The National Real Estate Network is offering a free DVD called My Network is My Net Worth, where you can see for yourself the house flipping system that has taken the nation by storm. Who would have thought creating a network of thousands of investors working together to find, fund, buy, or sell properties for profit was so simple. So if you're ready to start making money flipping houses, call now 
to get your free DVD. Call 1-800-435-9711 now and get your free DVD and learn how to get started making thousands of dollars flipping houses. Call 800-435-9711 immediately and you'll also get two free tickets to a live training event where you'll receive a free meal and a gift package worth hundreds of dollars just for attending. Call 800-435-9711. That's 800-435-9711 and get your free DVD today. The media landscape has changed. Let's be clear. Donald Trump will lose the election. Wrong. I personally think this race is over. To me, this race is over. Politico's latest survey of agrees, quote, Clinton will crush Trump. Wrong. From major network television down to local radio, fake news is being exposed. You are fake news. But there's one station that doesn't talk at you, but with you. One station that doesn't talk about important people, but to them. There's one station that doesn't pretend to be what it isn't. That station is the number one conservative station in the Valley. 960 The Patriot. Don't stand for entertainment in place of information. Stand with The Patriot. Hashtag I'm with The Patriot isn't just a trend, it's a statement. Your voice, your station. 960 The Patriot and 960thepatriot.com. Hashtag I'm with The Patriot. Together, we will make America great again. Hugh Hewitt in the morning to Larry Elder at night with the best live show in the Valley at 3 p.m. with Seth and Chris. The only conservative station in the Valley. 960 The Patriot. Hashtag I'm with The Patriot. The best notification in your inbox. 960 The Patriot's Insider with the latest articles, news, and contests. Sign up today at 960thepatriot.com. Well, thanks for sticking around. 44 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting here next to me is my wife, Renee. We've been in business since 1979 together. I've worked for her for that long, and we've been working on cars, motorhomes, boats, trailers... What else we've been lawnmowers? You name it. We, yeah, that's why. Oh, I guess because I don't know why you didn't have us fix the lawnmower. After you know what? That. It 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 was something that was so convenient for me. Just to lo- it was a riding one. We yeah. loaded it on the trailer t- and took it there. And I had so many other things on my plate that I thought for sure I could make more money doing what I need to do than paying for this lawnmower. And I'm gonna tell you, I was W R O N G. Awesome. <laughs> okay, I, that's why I had to spell it, though. <laughs> this portion of Vinyl is about to be brought to you by Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing in Mesa. Brian and Thelma own Thompson's Auto Repair. They're the only shop in Mesa that I recommend you use. They are good people. They have ASC certified technicians. They know the difference between right and wrong. They've been in business a very, very long time. They have a towing service if you need them. They're on Main Street, just east of Stapley. They've been in the Mesa area for more than 30, 40 years. Actually, it's 40 years, almost 50 at the end of this decade. So if you're looking for a good shop and you don't have one, may I, may I respectfully offer you Thompson's Auto Repair and Tony, Towing on Main Street just east of Stapley. Francis, good morning to you. Thanks for taking my call. I have mm-hmm. a whole five vehicle. Uh, it's got 23,000 miles on it. Is there a myth about you should be changing the plugs when a car or vehicle gets that old? Well, in every way, shape, or form, the answer is yes. It runs um, fine. Okay. Um, what does your owner's manual say? Uh, well, I, I haven't looked at that. 
but I okay. I would say it probably it should be changed. No, no, that is true in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, yeah. um, and in some of the 80s, but in 1996 when we went to fuel injection and computer operation, um, most of the spark plugs went to 60 to 100,000 mile t- uh, change intervals. Okay. And if I were you, I wouldn't do anything until I was north of 60. Now, I know it's your wife's responsibility, but maybe ask her to open up the owner's manual and go to the maintenance section, and it will tell you what the the car, the car maker recommends. Right. Now, there's there's three different kinds of spark plugs out there. So if I'm a shop owner, I say, hey, Francis, 60,000 miles, you, you need to set spark plugs, and your manual says that as well. Francis, I've got a spark plug that's, you know, not too expensive, but it's not the best I got, and, and I'm just throwing numbers at you, Francis. These aren't good numbers. Th- that Those spark plugs are 100 bucks and uh, installed, and, and those are going to last you another 60 But I've got this step-up spark plug, and it's like $200, and it'll last 100,000 miles. And if you buy this spark plug that has three sparks instead of one, then they're $300, and you never have to change them again. Francis, if you hear that, just smile and say, put the spark plugs, put whatever I, you took out, put like ones back in. Thank you very much. Yeah. That's what you say. Because that there's big profit margin in those really fancy-dancy spark plugs, and there's a lot of people that find, you know, well, if I put the fancy-dancy spark plugs in, my car won't break down because it'll love me more. Yeah. And, and, of course, the spark plugs don't have anything to do with your water pump leaking. So just check your manual first, but I'm betting you're going to be in the 60 to 100 range. And, and Francis, you said something that just made me feel great. You said it's running fine. Yeah. yeah. So if it's running and starting fine hot and starting fine cold and your fuel, your fuel economy hasn't plummeted, then I would bet $100 that you don't need spark plugs um, at 20,000 miles or wherever you're at. Well, I was concerned about being seized in there. You have a hard time getting them out. No, that that um, that was a a problem. Um, it was a predominantly a problem with Fords. What what kind of car is it? Ford. Okay, but <laughs> well, well, let me change that. It was a predominantly problem with a Ford truck. Yeah, it wasn't really cars. No. And I want to tell you something. If you're worried about that, then in the next oil change, ask the guy to put a wrench on one of them, and just kind of. And if it pops and he spins it with his fingers, then you just tell him put it right back in. And thank you very much. Now, there's times that we take the spark plugs for a walk. And there's times that we'll take the spark plugs out at 30, 40, 50 on, on ones that are well known for seizing up the spark plugs in the head. And, uh, and then we'll put a little dielectric or uh, some, some anti-seize on the threads and put them back in. Yeah. Now, here's what happens real quick. The end of the spark plug, do you know where the threads end close to the tip on the spark plug? Right. Okay. These spark plugs that are the problem they extended too far into the cylinder. And that last thread would have a, it looks like an inner tube, a small inner tube on the last thread. It's a perfect circle of carbon, but it's bigger than the thread. So when you start backing out the spark plug, that carbon is like steel. So when you back out the spark plug, then is that big piece of carbon that goes all the way around the last thread of the spark plug, it just brings the threads with it. Okay. And I mean you are in big trouble when that happens. Now, what we know now today is, is number one, we don't use that 
that spark plug because it's a wrong spark plug, and so we know that we use the shorter thread. We also know that if we put some oil in each one of the cylinders and we crank it over and let it sit overnight, the oil will soften the carbon so that the spark plugs come out easier. Yeah. So what? So you said it was a Ford, and you purposely left that out, uh, Francis, when you said it was an 05. You didn't tell me it was a Ford. <laughs> Yeah, it's a Ford. You, you were te- he was trying to challenge you. He was teasing me. Yeah, he was right. teasing. He didn't want to admit that he's driving a Ford. That's what it is. All of his neighbors he knows have general. You hate him. <laughs> all of his neighbors have General Motors, and he didn't want to admit that he drove a Ford. That's right. Okay, Francis, what city do you live on, and what's your address? <laughs> don't yeah, don't tell him. I'm Francis. teasing you. I'm teasing oh, you. All goodness. right, Francis. Thank you very much for trusting us. Thank you very much. Bye. All right, you betcha. All righty. All right, real quick, though, Renee. Yes. Okay, R12 and R134, the two Freons that we've grown up around, Okay. it lasts how many years in the atmosphere? I don't know. I said 31st. Okay, 130. Well, 130 years. 130 years. Wait a minute. Has R12 been out 130 years? No, it lasts in the atmosphere. How do they know that? It hasn't even been around for 130 you years know what? to you measure can, it. You can ask them, okay? <laughs> I think you were reading a bad article. No, but, I'm not. Okay. No. <laughs> No, I, if R12's been out since the 50s and they okay. can measure it in the, in the atmosphere, then they know it's not gone from 1950 to 2017. Okay, how many years is but that? But perhaps maybe the R12 and the R134 in the, in the atmosphere has degraded 50%. So they go, well, it's already 50 years, so we're going to go to 150 years. Oh, I don't know. But it didn't say that. You're asking me to explain somebody else's research. I'm just trying to make sure you... All right, let me, ask, let me tell you a stupid... thought about this. Okay, okay. The new Freon that is in only one out of 10,000 cars. Okay. It's called 1234YF, and we haven't even decided what we're going to call it, but everybody's calling it YF right now. Okay. How long does it last? I don't know. Four days. So put that in your hat and smoke it. Okay. What they do? Let some go to measure um, it? They may have, but they've done it for four days. Because <laughs> <laughs> if only one in 10,000 cars has it, they... Shouldn't even have I'm a sure yet. that they have some scientific way, but that's the reason why the new YF is out. Where'd now, you get this information? From science. <laughs> Grab your calculator. Okay. Take seven. Uh, take. Wait a minute. Take twenty times sixteen. Okay. That's twenty pounds of refrigerant in a can times sixteen ounces. Thirty-two. Three twenty. Three twenty, and then take seven hundred dollars and divide it by three twenty. Okay. Oh, I know Jim could just do this right off. I know he could. I know he could. Hold on. Oh, God. I know. Sorry. I I don't like your calculator. Okay. Well, if you hadn't broke the last one, I wouldn't have bought that at Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) But you you go ahead and figure it out. I'm going to talk to Michael. Michael, good morning. How are you? Hey, Mark. How are you? I'm uh, better if I wasn't um, (laughs) if I I wasn't handicapped today, Michael. If you know what I mean. (laughs) Well, hey, I got a 1999 F250 Ford Diesel 7.3. Got about 300,000 on it. Check engine light comes. We don't ride it. It's not a daily driver. It's like weekend driver. And uh, check engine light comes on for about three or four. Uh, minutes and then once I get going driving, it turns off, and I probably don't see it the rest of the day. Okay, what's what's important is w- there's going to be some history in the computer, so it's going to store that hey, I turned on code three hundred one, um, but it's mm-hmm. off now. So you just I, you can I took it to AutoZone yesterday, okay. 
they put the code reader on it, and it just kept coming up air. Didn't have any codes, and the light was off. I can't okay. get it there with the light on. I understand. I understand. Well, the air code bothers me more than anything else because it, in spite of the fact that um, I think it's a bad idea to go to a three-whiskered kid yeah. that's 17 yeah. years old um, and uh, have the uh, uh, – have the uh, here, Jim Botsko just did it for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, uh, it, I just it, went in there because I was at Home Depot and it was right next door, so I was like, no, oh, no. let's try it. No, I, I, I was going to send you there. Because they do it for oh. free, but the air code means that their scan or their their code reader cannot communicate with your your truck. So right. maybe we lost a communication wire. Maybe we have a fuse blown. There'll be something going on there, and and more than likely, if you take it to your regular garage, they're going to say to you, "My scanner." Now, the code reader is like a pencil, and a scanner is like a computer that can jumble numbers four thousand long. You know, there's right. just a big yes. difference between a scanner. Yeah, so that's what you're going to have to do. Now, in the absence of any drivability problems, and remember the check engine light is yellow. It doesn't, mean, it doesn't say red that you got to park it, but I would take it in. Now, what part of town do you live in? North Phoenix. Okay. Well, I'd go to Strictly Diesel. Go talk to Nate at Strictly oh, yeah. Diesel. Oh, yeah. um, they're east east of the 17, mm-hmm. um, up there in Deer Valley. Or, oh, Deer it's, Valley it's, yeah, it's going to be Deer Valley, somewhere around there. But right. it's called Strictly Diesel. He's really good, and I'm quite sure he can tell you. But let me also tell you, I'll make a comment. Do you have any idea what that 9973 is worth today? Oh, it's worth a lot. I guess probably people buy it, wanting to buy it all the time. Yep, probably, and you know what? 13000 <laughs> Exactly. It's that that vehicle, because everything between now and then was a big old piece of yeah. cow dung. That 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 and the seven three was a monster motor. It lasted forever. It didn't overheat. It didn't have engine oil coolers that leak water or EGR coolers that leak water. It didn't have any of the problems that the six zero liter had. Plus, it was a bigger, stronger motor. So right. don't sell that cheap. When they ask you how much you want for it, oh, just I'm smile not. and say. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You smile and you say, do you have a business card? Write your offer on the back of the business card. My wife's been (laughs) bugging me. And when you get to the point where somebody offers you what you paid for it, you got to sell it. Oh, I see. Okay. you got to sell it. Really quick, i got one other thing. When I pulled, like I said, I get offers on it a lot. I was uh, gassing up, and a guy says, hey, nice truck, blah, blah, blah. Hey, are you putting the Lucas... uh, uh, injector cleaner in that in there, and I'm like, "What are you talking? About? I've had three Fords. I've never done it." He goes, "Oh, I put a couple ounces of uh, Lucas, I don't know, lubrication or something. He's mm-hmm. putting in his tank." Now I, I have Diesel Clean, Octane Boost injector cleaner, Performance Improver. What do you suggest with this stuff? Should we be putting additive in that? Don't okay. change your questions, Mark. Do you add anything to your fuel? No. Why don't you add anything to your fuel? Because there's all these things out there that just make your motor love you and clean your injectors, and they they make the tailpipe clean, and and they make your toenails not stink, and and they make your fingernails never get dirty, and they clean the wax out of your ears. And I say, no, I'm not interested in all of that. There's no science to that. That's all marketing. They're selling you something to make you feel good. They're selling you something that... You're going to do something nice for your motor, so therefore your motor's never going to do anything bad to you. 
if that were mandatory and if that were something that would benefit you, your garage would be telling you that, and so would probably the manufacturer of your of your truck. Right, but, right, right. I, and, and you know what? That can add 50 cents a gallon to your fuel costs, depending on the price of the bottle and how often you use it. So you have to kind of be careful. But I've never used not, it before. Never. Okay. I, yeah. I, I'm not one to tell you what to do because you sound like a senior citizen just like me. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. <laughs> oh, no, he doesn't. I'm, I'm, but I'm just telling you. Hey, it's um, north of Deer Valley off of I-17 and south of Pinnacle Peak. So Okay, that's, that's strictly diesel. I knew she was here for a good reason. I got to go, but we'll be back right after this. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.